Misread is a book podcast where we review books, discuss topics, and provide social commentary on what's happening today. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Misread. My name is Cassie, and I will be your host today. In today's episode, it's going to be a little bit different. It's going to be short and sweet. I'm coming in just to share a few things with you, some news that I find noteworthy, and some books, suggestions that I think maybe maybe interesting for you to read while you're vacationing somewhere on the beach like I will be very soon. Um, how have you been? How was your week? I hope it went well. This week was rich in news. Um, Beyonce and Jay-Z released an album. I bought it. Oh, okay, first of all, <laughs> I had a little panic attack when they, when they released it only in title. Yeah, but I was very happy when the next day it was on iTunes. And uh, yeah, I've been taking in this album. I've, I'm still listening to it. My favorite track so far is Nice. Um, I'm a huge Beyonce fan. You, I am part of the Beehive. I can nobody tell me nothing. Beyonce is a goddess, a goddess walking among us. Um, I'm not saying a shrine should be built for her. But I'm saying it could. <laughs> I'm kidding. Although I heard, I think last year there was there was a news about, I don't know, a place in the States where they had consecrated a, a Sunday morning to worshiping her, which is absurd. But hey, hey, it happened. <laughs> so I'm not saying uh, a shrine should be erupted for her. I'm not saying that, but I do agree that she is a goddess among us. As many of us are, as actually all of us are, once we tap into our inner power, but that's another power. That's another power. That's another conversation for another day. Um, I just wanted to talk about it. Did you guys listen to it? Are you into it? Are you into Jay-Z and Beyonce? Do you like them working together? And if you do, what was your favorite track? Let me know. You know something else that happened this week? Weed is now legal in Canada. Yep. So the government has agreed, has passed on the law that weed will be legal and accessible to all on October 17. I find this news very interesting and exciting. I'm personally not a smoker. However, I do think that this will change many things and develop the country in many ways um, in terms of economy, but even, even more so, the most important change will be in the criminal justice system. Um, so I'm excited. I'm excited to see how it's all going to unfold. You know what I saw this weekend? I went to see Ocean 8, the movie, and I really, I really enjoyed the movie. It was really good. I'm not going to lie. The main reason I went to see it is because my girl Riri is starring in it, um, but also because I'm a fan of Ocean's 11 and Ocean's 13. We all know that Ocean's 12 was not that good, um, but I'm a fan of those movies, and it's technically the same concept, really. It's just that this time it's women-led. It's a group of women, and the lead is actually George's Clooney's sister <laughs> in this one. So, uh, And instead of robbing hotels, they're robbing the Met gala and they're going to take possession of some nice million dollars jewelry 
it's good. It's good because see it. I'm really enjoying this time right now where we have more and more movies centered around women, women who are badass, women who don't take no shit from nobody. They're doing them and they're badass in their own respective ways, which I really, really appreciate. And go see it. It made me, it reminded me of Atomic Blonde, which came out last year. And it also reminded me of the women in the movie Black Panther that came out earlier this this year. Um, and also one of my favorite movies, Kill Bill with Uma Thurman. Um, it reminded me. It, it's totally different, but I just, I, I just, I have a, I, I, I am attracted, I gravitate towards movies with a strong female lead, just like with my books talking about books, let's dive in. I wanted to share with you today some book rec recommendations. As we know, we are now in June, and June means summertime. Summertime is here. And a lot of us take vacations on this time. A lot of us is going to be laying on a beach somewhere, sunbathing, jumping in the ocean, rejuvenating our mind, our bodies, our soul. And so it's only right to have some fun reads with you. And I like summer reads because they're lighthearted, they're easy to read, they, they're not supposed to make you think too deeply, right? Because you're out here chilling, relaxing, enjoying yourself. You're not out here trying to cry <laughs> or trying to understand some war that happened 200 years ago it's time to let loose and let go and be in a clear state of mind and summer reads help in that they, they entertain us right so i have a few for you i am myself going on vacation and i am currently building my list of the books that i want to read but i read a lot of books um over the past year that i believe are really good it's a good list if you're for for your beach read if when you want to lay lay by the sun with something good to read so without further ado let's dive in the first book i want to talk to you about is by a man that both me and jolene really really like we all had our phase where we read all of his books and this book right here is my first introduction to him his name is Eric Jerome Dickey, and the book that I'm talking about is Friends and Lovers. So Eric Jerome Dickey has written a lot of books. I first discovered him maybe like a couple of days, a couple of days, a couple of years ago um, when I was living in Toronto. I lived on Young and Eglinton, and there was the store, the store called BMV, where they use, they sell used books. Sorry, I can't speak today. And they had his books in this section called like romance section. And I, I guess I was looking for a light read. So I, I was like, you know what? I don't know this guy. Let me just let me just check him out. So Friends and Lovers is the first one that I bought, but I bought like maybe five other books of his. And I truly enjoy his his books. He has those books where they are, you know, those those sexy, sexy novels. He has erotic books. He also has action books. This one, Friends and Lovers, is the story about two female friends who go out one night to a comedy show and they meet two men. They eventually hook up. And it's the story about how both relationships 
evolves and how it develops and how they build their their connection and their chemistry. It's a sexy story. Um, I definitely could relate to a lot of things that were happening. You feel like you're there in a the moment. He, when those feelings are built up, you feel those tingling sensation in your body. At least I did. <laughs> and um, it's a relatable story. It really is. I really liked it. I really enjoyed it. It's a relationship story. It's also a story about friendship. We also see the girls, how in their personal lives, they evolve and their bond together. And um, I recommend it. I recommend it. As a normal relationship, it goes through the all the... the, the, the the, the phases of the infatuation, the the in love stage, the I can't live without you stage, and then the fights, and then, oh, do I really want to be with you or not? It goes through all of that, and it's good. It's good. It's a sexy read. I recommend it. Go buy it. You won't be disappointed. Let me know if you like it. And you know what? If we're going to be on the theme of relationship and lovey-dovey, um... I'm going to share with you the next book. It's White Fur by Jardine Libert. I don't know if she's French, you know. She has a her last name is is French. Well, sounds French. But um yeah, it's a White Fur is a novel I read last year and I remember when I read it, I read the first few pages and I was hooked. You couldn't tell me nothing. You know those books where Come hell and furry, nothing will take you away from that book. Like, you're just hooked. And my family always makes fun of me when that happens. Because growing up, I used to be like that. Like, I would go and I would sit on the couch and I would read my book. And you could yell at my name 10 times and I wouldn't even hear you. you could, the food could be ready. It's time to eat dinner. And I would just, like, be in my book. And if you were to come, <laughs> like, in my face and be like, Cass, I've called you five times. I would actually, like, get mad. Like, can't you see I'm reading? Are you like this? Or was I the only one? Anyways, this book reminded me of that, of that when I used to be like that when I was younger. So yeah, first few pages I dived in. It's a, it's a modern day Romeo and Juliet story, more greedy. It's set in New York in the 80s. Um, and basically in this story, the boy comes from a wealthy family. Um, he grows up in the upper... Upper East Side of New York, and the girl comes from a poor family, and you know she deal. They both deal with the social connotation that comes with living in worlds apart like this. They meet and they hook up, and then it just morphs into this relationship. And as the relationship grows, they are faced with the hardships of others wanting to butt in and give them their opinion of how it should be and why they should be together or why they shouldn't be together. Um, I love the characters. The female in this book is she's 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 strong, she's soft, she's vulnerable, but she doesn't take shit from no one. She's determined. And she's hard. And when she falls in love, she falls in love hard. And the boy, the boy is more sheltered. But although he is more sheltered, he does have a voice. And he makes a choice along the way. And you see that relationship develop. And you, you see how things unfold. There's a plot twist. I have to say the ending, 
I think I reread it twice because I was not at peace on how it ended. I don't, I don't want to say that I was disappointed, but I was not at peace with it. Still, it is a book that I do recommend. I really like the book. I actually follow the author on Instagram and she's awesome as well. Moving on now to... Hmm. Memoirs. So this book is called The Woman I Wanted to Be by Diane von Furstenberg. If you don't know who Diane von Furstenberg is, she most commonly goes by DVF. She has a fashion line for women. And she was she became famous, I believe, in the 70s when she created the wrap dress. And it was a revolutionary dress at the time. And she's still in business all these years later, and she's still relevant. And her, she's a beautiful woman, beautiful inside, and it really outshines on the outside. She's an activist as well. She's always speaking to empower women. Her mom was, her mom is Jewish. She was in a concentration camp, and she was told that she could never have children, and yet she had Diane. And and she 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 raised her to be this strong fearless woman and that's really who DVF is she is she's she's strong minded she's beautiful she's feminine she makes no apologies for who she is she you know she was made famous at um she has famous quotes if you google DVF quotes you'll find a lot of empowering affirmations that she said one of her the most famous is I didn't always knew I didn't always know what I wanted to do, but I always knew the woman that I wanted to be. So she always had a vision for what kind of woman she wanted to be, to represent, and she worked toward that vision. Although she didn't know at the start what is it that she was going to do, but she knew at the end of the day what kind of woman she would like to stare back at in the mirror. And she moved into that direction. And so this is the story of her life, really. In her words, she talks about the most relationship that you have is with yourself. So she talks about a relationship with herself. She talks about a relationship with men. She was once married to a prince. So she lived a glamorous life, you know? And uh, she she touches on business as well. Not deeply, uh, but she touches on it. She she also had a reality TV show. I don't know if you guys watched it. She where you got to see that as a business owner, you have to put your foot down. So it's okay to be nice and feminine, and empowering others, but you also have to put your foot down and be and be stern. And I like that she knew, she knows how to balance that. So check it out. I really enjoy. Really, really enjoyed. It's a book that I will not depart myself of. She's 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 iconic in my eyes, so I love her. And you know what? A brief mention. It's not in my top summer summer books uh, read, but if you want to know more about the business of fashion, uh, there's another author who wrote in her shoes. Her name is Tamara Mellon. She used to be the designer for Jimmy Choo's. She wrote a memoir about her life and how about the business and the hardships and what she had to face and how she overcame things. Her story is beautiful. It's it's unique and I really appreciated that she she goes more in depth with the business hardships of things in that industry which she had to face the the cuts she had to take and it's fascinating it's a fascinating read so I if you're looking for a memoir that 
touches more on the business side of things while also talking about personal things. I recommend In Her Shoes by Tamara Melon. But The Woman I Wanted to Be by DVF, check it out for summer reads. It's good, especially if you're on vacation trying to rejuvenate your mind, your body, your soul. It's a good read for that. And following on that, that same path of renewing the mind, a self-help book that I do recommend is A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. Eckhart Tolle or Eckhart Tolle, I'm not sure how he pronounces his name, but the name of the book is A New Earth and it's about awakening your life's purpose. What I really like about this book, what I, my takeaway, my biggest takeaway from this book is it really taught me how to identify my ego and taught me how to put it to the side because your ego... Hmm. Most of the time, your ego doesn't really work in your advantage. Your ego only serves itself, which is usually quite selfish. It doesn't serve others, and it doesn't necessarily serve a helping situation because it only thinks about itself and how to survive and how to make itself happy. It's important to... Because a lot of times, we, we make decisions or we make some choices based on our ego, and oftentimes... It's subconscious. Sometimes it is conscious. You make that conscious decision to be petty. <laughs> you know how us girls be. Um, but oftentimes it's more subconscious. And it's about identifying when that thought crosses your mind. You can catch it and be like, mm, I don't think this is coming from a fair place or a right place or a loving place. I think it's my ego acting up you know, and when you're able to catch yourself, catch that thought, you can reverse it. So this, this, the book talks about other things. It also talks about energies and the universe and things of that nature. Um, but what I might, for me, what I took away was how to deal with your ego, but also energies because similar energies attracts itself. You attract who you are. That's just a plain universal law. There's no way to fight it. When you look at your friends and you think about what it is about them that attracted them, they usually connect with a piece of you. So yes, your energy attracts similar energies. And it's the same with relationships. When you think about the type of men you attract or the type of women you attract, there are similarities. So he touches on that, not too in-depth, and I'm not going to go in-depth into this conversation, although we should. We should one day. If you want to, let us know. Send us a message if there are books, book suggestions that we, you would like around this type of topics, because we all know it's very popular to talk about energies. But hey, that's another topic. I just recommend this book. Check it out. Let me know what you think. Okay. Okay. Oh. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite books that I do recommend is called Half of a Yellow Sun. It's by Chimamande Ngozi Adichie, the same author who wrote Americana. This book is one of my favorite books in the whole wide world. Chimama Mende, as we all know, is famous for Americana. She also wrote The Purple Hibiscus, I, be I believe. I read all three of her books and... To me, this is her strongest body of work. She writes beautifully. This story is centered around the Biafra War that happened in Nigeria in the late 60s. The Biafra War was mainly the Igbo people in Nigeria who wanted to have their own independent state, their own country, really. So it talks about how it, so it talks about that situation that historical moment that happened there 
from the perspectives of different people. So you have the main characters who are twin sisters who come from a affluent family who have ties with the political world. The, the father owns a business and one of the twin sisters take on the business. The twin sisters don't have a strong relationship. They don't look nothing alike. Uh, one sister is beautiful and attracts a lot of attention and is nice to talk to and open. And the other sister is not as pretty. Uh, one is voluptuous, the other one is skinny. Uh, she smokes cigarettes and she tells you how it is in your face. She doesn't really care. The other one is a little bit more diplomatic. So they, they have different characters and they, they, leave, they live different lives and um, they attract different men. So it's about their story. So it's about their story and how the war came. So we see their lives before the war comes, when it comes and the aftermath. They both experience traumatic events, but despite that, you see how they rise above things. And it, okay, it's not a lighthearted read, but it's, it's the type of read that will suck you in. You start reading this book, you can't put it down. Okay, so if you're on the beach somewhere trying to get that tan, trying to get that vitamin D, you will get it <laughs> because you will lose yourself in this book. Chimamande really does a fantastic job of telling this experience from different voices, even from the men's perspective. You have men who commit attention and you have men who are weak and fragile and who don't know how to handle anything. Um, and you have those two girls who are nothing alike and yet they both face on this war. They, they face on situations that are beyond their control and even in their own personal lives because we, we also, the biggest, she really dives into the relationship side of things and... Um, you see them in their relationship and the hardships that they face in there. And you also see the perspective of this war through English people who come to, to live in Nigeria by choice and how they view the war, the Nigerians, and their place in that society. Very, very interesting. Uh, even an eye-opener, really. I suggest it. I love it. It's one of my favorite books, so if you check it out, let me know your thoughts. I know on Instagram, it is very, it's a very liked book, but I'm interested to hear what your thoughts on it are, so send me a comment and let me know. Okay, I have two more books, two more books. So, okay, next one is Zadie Smith. It's called Changing My Mind. It's a book of essays. That This one came out a couple years ago. She published another one this year, earlier this year, called Feel Free. But I prefer this collection of essays more. This collection of essays touches on politics, literature, movies, music. It's Zadie's perspective on things. And Zadie's perspective is always sharp and fresh and intelligent. I love Zadie's. I, I love Zadie Smith. I love the way she thinks. I love, I just, I just, I love her. I love her. And this book doesn't disappoint. It really explores a lot of themes and she does so swiftly and well. Um, the next one, 
to wrap this thing up, to wrap this episode up, the next one, the last one is Saga. It's a comic book. Saga is a comic book about the story of lovebirds who, you know what? Uh, it's kind of similar to Romeo and Juliet again, but uh, totally different through a sci-fi lens. And basically, it's a woman and a man. They both come from different planets and their planets are fighting together with each other. They meet. I won't tell you how, but they meet and they fall in love and they have a child. So the child is obviously absolutely illegal on all fronts. So they are being chased around by the government to, first of all, take their hands on them because what them being together is already unacceptable, but for them to even have a child is an abomination. So they're being chased around. So it's their story, their journey to survive. And along the way, they meet creatures. (laughs) It's a comic book, right? And it's sci-fi. So they meet creatures along the way who help them, who stop them or that they have to fight really i love the imagination that they use they have no limits and still it is coherent it makes sense it's jam-packed with interesting tidbits and not action like crazy action but just um it's really not a flat storyline it's it's very colorful let's say that's a wrap guys that's a wrap for my book recommendations for your summer reads let me know if you read any of those let me know if you already have a list and which one you're going to add please feel free to share with me some book suggestions like i said i'm going on vacation and i'm looking out i'm on the lookout for new books to read books that are interesting books that are going to make me laugh books that are going to take my mind away and really help me relax so share share with me please subscribe rate and And we'll see you next time. Bye.